Hello, everyone. All right, so we are back to the Flux Campan. And last Is time. going to be in all in French now? <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Well, technically, we're an English system with a French accent, so. Uh, so, I have a very, very detailed summary of what happened last time. So, uh, the summary is, uh, step one, sandworms. Step two, talking Russian salamander. Step three, ancient white dragon. Step four, prophet. So that's what happened last time. I and... think that's the best synopsis of that yeah. episode I could come up with. Which step was the question mark, so? Uh, that'd be, uh, step, uh, step five, because I don't know what happened after. That was about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I think we're good. No, no, I think what is there a giant pile of money now in the library tavern? Laverne? Laverne. Sure. Alright. Uh, so, uh, we are now going to go into Ma Campon again. Ma Campon. It just feels better saying it that way right now. Sure. And uh, I, I am going to be the DM for tonight. Uh, and uh, my name is Tony, and I normally play Puck, the skittish uh, changeling sorcerer guy. Uh, and we are going to go do the roll call of who is here tonight. Hey, my name is Charlie. I play Bardus, the Goliath Barbarian, who hasn't cuddled anyone recently, so I'm going to change that tonight. Uh-oh. The threat <laughs> with one of us or with somebody <laughs> or one of the enemies. Annoying. Who knows? Home. Yeah. Who knows? Fair enough. I'm Greg. Uh, no, wait. I'm Eric. I play Greg, <laughs> the time shifty wizard. I'm Jackie. I play Silva, a gnome ranger, with her beast companion, white tiger snowflake. And down the two. I'm sorry. I'm just so used to this, like. In the list oh, yeah. <laughs> of other people, so I'm just used to being... Okay, sorry. I'm Dom. I play Norin, the elf cleric. He's going through some stuff, because he was some stuff, you know, stuff. Sorry, <laughs> Dom, to make you more comfortable with the roll call, should we have sat and, like, talked around everybody else for a while and then let you go? Yeah. Okay. It's usually about time we right. get to Sarah and... Uh, as Proc, I can also play Kizifixel, which is really much uh, anger... Her very mm. much so. Um, now it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was when Eric introduced himself as Greg. I'm, like, I'm Greg and I play Eric. That is very time shifty. <laughs> All right. So uh, we are going to begin today with uh, uh, pretty much everyone being rested, Woo-hoo. fully rested from last time. We're I don't gonna need it. it. I don't need it. I needed it. Yes. Uh, um, where would you guys find yourselves in the the world? I am putting uh, currently uh, the Theus and the Puck in a. Well, I'm putting mostly the Theus in a pile of money. <laughs> that just taking a bath in it. My dad, that sounds like basically a long rest, like by I mean, default for him. He's long resting right now. That's kind of what happened <laughs> last episode. Something, something bone handle. So where, no. where would you guys stay, like to have yourselves 
Acupado in Laverne or in Laverne? Um, <laughs> wait, in Laverne? Maybe all right in the Laverne. Wait, the the tavern, the library tavern. Where are you guys? Let's just be in the library. I mean, I I kind of want to see if I can get uh, one of our wonderful NPCs to poke at Laragos's spear and tell me just what the hell am I holding? Uh, but uh, I, I, being in Laverne sounds good too. Um, pretty much, uh, you pretty much he's like it's a stick. You were talking to uh, that Quaddle crazy guy. You somehow managed to find him, and uh, all he just told you is it's a stick. Whoa, who the... Who are... <laughs> what kind of... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go now. Thanks for he the... He puts a piece hell. of sod on his head and walks away. And tips it like a little hat. What? <laughs> You should probably water that. Hmm. Might rain soon. You, I'm not sure if it actually has ever rained on Flux that you've seen, by the way. Smile. But he believes it's going to happen. Hmm. Okay. okay. Um, found you. I'll, I'll stumble, stagger in confusion back to the library bar. Alright. Um... As you guys are in the bar, uh, you'll notice that pretty much there is... Oh, man. I need the NPCs. Mm-hmm. All the names. I just remembered Quaddle, the crazy guy, for some reason. But uh, the bartender's there. Uh, Jamie. Jamie. The bartender girl. Uh, anybody who's uh, looking for him, Anorin's passed out at the bar. Nobody's looking for mm-hmm. him. Poke Anorin. Oh, I have to walk in there first. Yeah. So, um, go ahead, do your poking. Um, you'll find that Puck's in the bar, uh, and you'll find that the alchemist is pretty much just chilling in the corner. Um, I think, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Graphion would be also, uh, wandering the shelves. He is wandering, I'm sure. Uh, I'll walk into the bar and walk up confused over to my compatriots and just found the strangest man. He put grass on his head. This, This place is getting more unstable. Or maybe we are. Um, <laughs> says, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think he heard you. Pokenorin. Roll to poke. <laughs> what, do I, what am I rolling to poke? I don't know. You have a spear. Oh, okay. Well, then you see roll a <laughs> dice. Um... <laughs> Uh, the 25 to hit a um, sl- sleeping in Norin. 
Where am I? When am I? Did did I forget yet? Good morning. Oh, that's not the word I would use. Did Here, have one of your wines. Okay. Flag Jamie down for a wine. Uh, she gets a wine and he's. Ha- she hands it to you and uh, says he's probably not going to need more than any of this. He's. Uh, it looks like he. Um, he's done for the na- day. <laughs> I didn't hand you it, but. He looks at the bottle and he kind of just like, oh. Okay. <sighs> Are you guys quite done yet? Who said that? Um, you can turn to your right and at the end of the bar, you see Puck just standing, well, uh, sitting on his chair, Legs crossed, just arms crossed, looking at you. His eyes are pitch black. When I gave you the item that you needed, I wasn't expecting you guys to lollygaga. Lolly, lolly, what's the word you use? Lolly, lollygag. Lollygag. Oh, so. That was disgusting. I'm quite glad the beast is gone. Oh, in a way, I am too. But the memory will always be there. But the memory remains. Hmm. Is this like Ron Weasley with the uh, slugs coming yeah. out of his mouth? <laughs> no, just is- just that moment. Pretty much, uh, he's just very anxiously tapping his feet when. I gave you these items. I was expecting you to, you know, start. Um, um, sorry, we had a cosmic entity in my head and had to deal with that. Have you ever had a cosmic entity in your head, Mister Dark Eye Cosmic Entity thing? Well, uh, if the answer is yes, shut up. No, I'm just just letting you know, um, not that there was a time that needs to be done, but by presenting all three of, well, four, three of the four pieces of his phylacrity in one spot, uh, he'd know, he'd be able to start feeling where it is. And, um, I'm concerned. Mm, you guys don't seem to be at all displeased or, or disconcerted at all. And pretty much he's just, like, really jittery right now. Well, we did 
just get sucked into some sort of a weird portal last time after you talked to us, so we haven't really had a chance to organize. So we all had a long rest, right? <laughs> I think. Well, we yeah, you, your long rest was on the bar. <laughs> so take that as you may. All right, well, I'd say you don't have much longer. Um, I'm going to go now. And then all of a sudden now he, Puck's eyes just shift back to his normal eyes. And he's just like, what was that? And then you hear a scream in the distance. Like, where do we hear a scream? From the castle. That direction. And also hear another scream. Uh, down across the path, um, pretty much across the way, you're starting to hear shouts from uh, near the blacksmith shop. And now what's happening is at the very front of the tavern bar, you see a skeleton walking in. Mm -hmm. Oh. Like he's going to order a drink, or like he's going to murder <laughs> He starts going towards the alchemist and then starts swinging at him. And right, then... uh, before anything else, I'm going to hold out my holy symbols, break a prayer, and do uh, turn undead. You have to tell me what that do. <laughs> Turns him. Um, let's see. Turns him into redead. Essentially, if he fails a DC 18 wisdom save, he needs to move as far away from my character as possible. That's it? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's essentially... It, 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 just like it, nuke everybody. Alright, so that one uh, pretty much... Which Where's your, where your person? Move my. I'm gonna move my person between it and the the alchemist. All right, and it's only that guy. Yeah, each undead that can see or hear me within thirty feet must make a wisdom saving throw. All right, so uh, each undead within thirty feet. Let's can see or hear you. Okay, so I, then I'm that guy starts here. turning and moving. Uh, back towards the door. Okay, could you, um, uh, sorry, Tony, could you um repeat that? Because I was having actually some radio silence from you guys. I was just confirming. So pretty much within thirty feet. Yes. Yeah. So pretty much then that one starts turning back and going towards the door. Uh, however, um, you hear a tiny little. Uh, scream and uh, uh, pretty much it goes quiet from the bookshelves. Run to the bookshelves. Uh, the uh, little um, closet is lying on the ground right now. And um, I would say Bardis, I'm going to roll and see if I can hit you. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, that would be probably a, a plus two. I don't think a seven hits. Um, no. Yeah, that it was a nat one. So pretty much uh, what happens is uh, through the bookshelves, uh, a hand grabs through and just completely whiffs in front of your face. Can I grab the hand? Um, you can try. I shall try to grab the hand back. Yeah. Try to shake its hand. <laughs> and what up? Secret handshake. Hang out in this book uh, library much? If you roll well, I'll let you touch the hand. <laughs> what am I rolling? Athletics for a grapple? Uh, mm, sure. Hockey. I roll a 28 athletics. What did you roll number-wise for that? 13. 13. Um, you go to grab the hand, and your hand goes through the hand. And with that, you take three damage. As oh. You notice what is happening is that the hand is just entirely formed of wisps of shadow and darkness. Oh, ah. Ow. Um, move away from the hand now. Mm. Um, anyone else want to do anything? Mm. So, are, is he still within the library tower, or did he go back a little? Uh, pretty much, uh, he went into the, the library portion of the library tavern. And the skeleton is going towards the door. Uh, that's currently what you guys can see since you're still inside. All right. Um, Anorin's going to head to the threshold of the door and look at what's happening outside. All right. So... When you look outside, you see several, uh, well, you see the skeleton that's now just going away from you on autopilot. Yeah. But you also see um, across the way at the, uh, you can see the church and you can see the blacksmith and you can see the castle, correct? From the yeah. tavern bar? Yeah. So, so pretty much what you see is at the church, you see essentially kind of like a, a pinging of light as there are uh, what look to be uh, ghosts and spirits attacking it, but not getting through. You can see that there are many dead or pieces of skeletons and rotting corpses and whatnot uh, layered around the ground of the blacksmith as you see uh, Amanda and Lokar just destroying anything near them. Oh, Lokar would be kicking ass. He's level 20. And in a glimpse, you see a very, very large being wrapped in uh, tattered uh, 
Raps, uh, which has essentially a lump with him. And he is towards the edge of your view, going away towards the end of Flux. And that was from the castle. He was going away from the castle or towards the castle? Away from the castle, towards the edge of Flux. Okay. And the uh, the lump that's with him is fairly large, uh, looking like a person. Oh. Okay, that's that's not good. Uh, guys, you might wanna you might wanna go outside. There's some crap going down, and there's a weird, creepy figure that's like um. He's. I don't think he's up to any good. Uh, Anorin, uh steps outside, you know, with his sword drawn and uh, shield out. Um, can he? I guess he's gonna try to get the wrapped figure's attention. Uh, the wrapped figure continues to run, and since I have no idea of the geography of Flux, to circle. Then well, then leaps over the edge of Flux with the figure. Oh. Oh. Meanwhile, you now have some of these skeletal and ghastly beings going towards you because they weren't near your original turn. How many of them are within 30 feet of me? Um... I'm going to roll a number for that. Okay. 18. Okay, so I'm going to do Channel Divinity Radiance of Dawn. Jeez. Uh, okay, basically they have to take make a Constitution uh, saving throw of 18, or they take 2d10 plus 16 damage. All right. So what ends up happening is... Um, Pretty much that. Let's see, two two d ten. How many d ten? Uh, two d ten plus sixteen. Okay, so um, what you'll notice? One second, let me get these guys. That one's not. Uh, I rolled for if I have to roll for damage. I rolled uh twelve plus sixteen, which equals twenty eight radiant damage. All right, so pretty much you see uh, a lot of the ghastly figures wince a lot from that, um, but it's not quite enough to dissipate them. And the skeletons that are near you just shred and fall apart. Um, there is one that's uh, kind of shambling towards you still that's all in tatters and whatnot. Uh, has a whole bunch of wraps around it and whatnot. And uh, did you guys want to roll initiative or do you guys want to do something else? Um, I don't know. I guess if we're running in, maybe initiative is. Well, do initiative. Do is too hard to do from here. So, well. All right, I'll give you guys a initiative so we can start doing turns then. And since combat is all around you, uh, movement I'm a bit more lax on, and 
what you guys ha- can do I'm a bit more lax on. Okay? Okay. Because I'm trying to see if we could RP a little bit while battle. Because, like, you move 30 feet and destroy the skeleton. No. So, all right. So go ahead. Let's do uh, initiative so we can at least, like, take turns and actions and stuff. Sure. I got a 20. I got 19. Uh, 21. Damn. Seven. All right. So, uh, Bardis, what would you like to do? Uh, all right. So, I just touched a ghostly hand in the library, right? I didn't mm-hmm. walk outside yet. So, um, I'm going to continue to. Well, I'll call out. Who's. Uh, you know, Everything on who's screaming? Um, pretty much right now, you see the as you step out, you see for some reason they're kind of you see Quaddle on the ground. That dirt plod did not really help him. You see, uh, what's his name? Dirk? Gert, the, he's actually doing something for a change. I forgot his name. <laughs> His name is, uh, yeah, I don't know, his name is Dirk. You see the guard uh, trying to fend off some uh, uh, wrapped figure. Uh, pretty much it's, uh, you can see that it's got jaw hanging down, gangly teeth, and lots of little tatters hanging about it. Oh, um, okay. Well, I- aside from that, we don't have a huge population of flux. I mean, Felicia's inside the bar. Kickass is safely inside the church. Yeah, there's not a huge population here. You do see uh, Lokar and Manda just decimating anything around them, though. In the library? Oh, no, across the way. You, you step to the entrance of the the library bar. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sorry then. That's what's happening outside. If you did that, you see that. Okay. Sorry, I misunderstood. I thought you said that they were screaming in the library. That's what. I was oh, thinking. in the library. Yeah. It was well. Um. Frankly, if as you're walking through the library, uh, you see that uh, Graphion is just completely shielded around him with a uh. There's nothing getting to him. Um, I'm not sure what he'll do. I'd let you do that if you want, but yeah. So there's something attacking him, though. He's just shielded? He's shielded. Uh, there's nothing going at him just yet. Um, the There's nothing aside from uh, the spirit that tried to grab at you in the library. Um, okay, well, uh, I'll just do, so I'm gonna go run at the nearest thing, and grab it. Alright. Is that a, 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 a tattered robed uh, thing? Yeah, sure, that would be outside, because, uh... That'd be about, what is it, 30 feet away from the door. Okay. Um, because you're not going to bother trying to grab the, the spirit in front of you after you've just whiffed it. 
Yeah, no, no, that hurt. And I, I think I've, uh, I established that. So. All right. So, uh, go ahead and do what you'd like to do. Cool. I am going to just he's 30 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like a big battleground, right? Stuff's yeah. happening. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of smattering all around. Um, a lot of dead things on the ground though, after, uh, Anorin did what he did, and frankly, the ground in front of the the blacksmiths littered. Okay, right, I'm gonna just, I'll rage. Uh, I'll just use bonus action rage, run up, um, and I want to try to grab. So I hadn't grabbed anything lately. I'm gonna try to grab this robe figure guy yeah, or robe thing. Mm-hmm. Tattered robe. All right, so. Do-do-do-do. Damn. Okay. Well, there goes that. Um, math is hard. Twenty-two athletics to grapple. I'm quite sure I can't make that. Uh, it's a strength, right? That's athletics. Yes. It got an eight. You grab it. Um, how are you grabbing yeah. it from? In what fashion? Like, are you like German suplexing it or what? I mean, just like. Just going straight for like the throat grab. All right. Um, make a will save then. Oh, well, that sucks. Are you going from behind or in front? Uh, I'm just let out a roar and charge at it. So, right. yeah. It'd be looking at you then. So, then make a will save. Okay. 12. You just barely made it. <laughs> wow. Okay, so you good? It's gonna all be right. the story of all will says. All right, so pretty much you grab it by the throat and are perfectly fine with it. <laughs> it is That's a good uh, description, <laughs> but it basically, uh, it 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 glared at you, and then what happened was it was you just grab it and pick it up by the throat, and it's. Just a, almost like a skeleton, but it's got little bits of meat and tendon about it. But it's really just covered in lots of little tatters of uh, wraps and whatnot. Uh, I get one more attack, so can I uh, shove it? Also, I'm gonna make him prone. Okay. So another athletics. And... Nine, and then I rolled a ten, so twenty-five athletics to then knock him prone too. Yeah, I, don't, I can't even roll that high. It rolled the same number as before. Eight. <laughs> All right, so you yeah. knock it prone. Yeah, I grab it by on the ground. Throat. Yeah, I grab it by the throat, and then just slam like it. slam it down. Yeah, it's the ground. All right. Um, go ahead and do damage if you want. Uh. Uh, typically doesn't, oh, or okay. can. I mean, I uh, won't take away from hurting things. Uh, go ahead. What am I doing? And just unarmed damage. Unarmed. Well, uh, oh, unarmed plus your strength. One armed is so six damage. Uh, do 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 do. On six plus three, right? Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. Nine. So nine. Okay. All right, and then just. As one bit, it's going to try and get you. Okay. Sure. That would be this. 
a 10 don't hit. Okay. So pretty much, uh, um, so you've got this figure on the ground and pretty much it's just trying to slash at you with its hands. Feeble. Yeah. Next is Greg, what you want to do. Um, I think I'm more interested in seeing because so so Bardus went more deep into the library. Uh, he ran out of the library and out the front and then just attacked the first thing that he thought he could grab. OK, I want to see what. Oh, no, wait, the other guy ran off the edge. Uh, I want to go towards the edge, which I don't know if I can get there in time. Or, like, within a move. I'd say it'd be, like, um, this, uh, from the fellow creators of Flux, would say, like, 90 feet seem reasonable, or uh, further. To the edge from the bar? Yeah, because I think the bar is kind of in the center. It might be uh, bigger 120, than that, then? Yeah, we'll call it 120, just in case. 120. Um, that's fine. So, I guess if I... Is there like skeletons and stuff like that all around or Yeah, they're they're coming from pretty much any which way. There's come okay. coming from the alley so, which is has the 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 forgotten houses with the nightclub uh dancer. So dashing's club. not really gonna be an option without taking a lot of opportunity attacks, probably. It's, it's actually pretty uh sparse. It's not it's not it's sparse, yeah. It's not like like overwhelming like like resident evil like mob okay but they're just all over the place okay um then that's fine yeah i guess i'll i'll kind of try to just walk and i want to try to follow actually screw that you know what i'm gonna do mm -hmm. i'm gonna fly okay i'm gonna cast fly on myself just make sure you know that has a concentration I'm, now. Yes, that has a concentration. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then I am going to fly up. Because what does fly give me for movement speed? The target gains flying speed of 60 for the duration. Okay, so I'm just going to then... Okay, but it was an action to cast it. So then I'm going to... Um, so I'm going to cast fly. And yeah, basically just try to fly towards the edge. So I'm going to kind of go up and out. So I want to try to be away from the monsters, too. Mm -hmm. um, but like kind of up and just 60 feet towards the edge. Up and 60 feet towards the edge. So yep. um, uh, would you say like, all right, so like you're at the edge 60 feet straight up then? Well, I, I'm sure I didn't get to the edge yet. Okay, then. Then, okay. I'm not going to go 60 feet straight up. I'm going to kind of go up like... Oh, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to go 45. up about like, you know, 15 feet off the ground just so that nothing can really hit me. Okay. But just keep and then keep going towards the edge. Okay. What have you. All right. Um, I'll kind of go up at an angle enough so that I'm above things, but then I'll just kind of flatten out and keep going straighter. Okay. Um, all right. So then you do that. And then as you do that. You have a decent perception, correct? Uh, passive perception? Or do yeah. you want me to roll for it? Uh, I mean, not, I guess I'd be looking to see what's going on. It's not really anyhow. trying to be stealthy. So, um, as you start going into the air, uh, 
you notice behind you uh, a figure following you. Okay. Humanoid or otherwise? Uh, uh, it's got wispies. It's uh, basically uh, got uh, black skeletal arms, but uh, you can tell that there's no substance to them. Okay. And it's just looking like smoke falling off of it. So it's just following me, though. There's not. Yeah, okay. yeah. It, it's like ten feet behind you. Okay. And it's also in the air for you. Okay, but it, it's not doing anything yet. Uh, no, it wasn't able to catch you because you had moved and flew. And okay. So pretty much, you got something right next to you. It's just okay. something for you. Okay. Oh wait, on its turn it can. Oh, okay. So. Okay. This has a special ability too. Okay. Um. Eh. Yeah, never mind. Uh, pretty much, uh, you'll notice that uh, where Quaddle was, uh, a specter comes up as well. Okay. Wait. Right. That's plenty far back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's where Quaddle was. Okay. All right. Uh, and next would be us, Silva. Um. So what? I'm probably still in the tavern. So, are there any? What was the skeletons with in there? There's at the moment. No one announced it. Uh, you'll see one starting to come through the shelves, though. Coming there towards the bar. Shelves. Yeah, from the bookshelves, coming through them. And you said uh, the Quaza, is that Quique? Uh, yeah, the Quique. Um, he's on the ground in the library? Yeah, if you could see that. I'm going to go check on him. All right, then um, you need to get. I'm going to have to try and hit you then. That's. Let's see if I could hit you. Hit me with what? Because with your best shot. The thing that knocked Queequay down and tried to attack Bardus. Yes, Bardis I said it's going. Taking... Yeah, because he couldn't grapple it. Ah. A 14 probably doesn't hit. A 14 probably doesn't hit. But you see uh, essentially a being made of shadow that was trying to go towards the the la, uh, you should tell tavern part. Your armor class. It is my armor. 14 is my armor class. Oh, 14 is your armor? Yeah. Okay, then you take 17 psychic damage. Jesus. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. should be afraid of that damage. Oh, no. Oh, no. And... No, not like oh. these. Not like these. <laughs> not like these. Oh, no. <laughs> One of these things doesn't have like a ring of like psychic resistance, does it? Because I want to rip that right off. <laughs> no. So you take a, the 17 psychic damage. Okay. <laughs> like and as it hits you, you hear uh, like screams within your head. Ah. Is that better or worse than screams outside your head? Screams, panic, 
things I'll, like that. I, I prefer ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ice cream screaming. <laughs> ice. Un, you see undulating ice cream in your oh. mouth. In my oh. ice cream anymore. Mm. Just undulating. Oh, Dang. My flavor. <laughs> All right. I can't be able to check on him, Kuikwe. I guess he's just—he's <laughs> unconscious but stable, Kuikwe. Okay. Um. But now you have essentially a being made of complete darkness looming over you. So, like, is it like licorice flavored ice cream or <laughs> black licorice? Yeah. But it—it's moving. Yeah. Undulating. And undulating. Um. It's yeah, oh, it's basically a whole bunch of undulating shadows. Is that the word of the campaign essentially? <laughs> yeah, now it is. I made it that, yeah. It's gonna help quickly, but Yeah. And I'm assuming that uh by the way, Anorin, you shouted out the whole scene. Otherwise, yeah, I'm pretty sure Greg didn't know about that figure leaping over the edge. Well, uh Oh, I assume oh yeah, I guess I guess I shouldn't have assumed that, but uh, you guys heard. No, he did say that he shouted out there was a figure that ran off the edge or whatever. Okay. Well, I, I think I said that there's some weird stuff going on with the weird person, and then I said a prayer and there was an explosion. So I think they should have yeah. known something. All right. Just then. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess kind I of... kind of assumed at this point, if everybody's in a room, somebody shouts, hey, here's some details you need to know. Yeah. Go ahead. Do do it. RP it. I don't care. Do it real time. <laughs> I'm just trying to get pseudo actions going. Uh, I'm not even really caring about the distance you guys move. Can I try shooting at it? Yeah, go ahead. Ooh, that is a nat 20. Is it magical? My bow, yes. Okay. So 34. That to hit? Yeah. God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think rangers do? Um, I will hunter's market. You gotta say that towards the microphone. I will hunter's market. I was gonna say it again. Oh, and ones for my rolls. Um, do I get to double a one? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Do do what you do. So ten damage. Ten Just damage. Ten. Pretty much. Uh, like what happens is as you do that, you shoot, and the arrow parts literally a quarter of it. Uh out of the way. And so pretty much you just have a being with a left arm and what looked to be pseudo shadowy legs and missing the entire upper left part. Because <laughs> you did exactly a quarter of its health. <laughs> exactly one quarter. Point. One quarter. Okay, I'll shoot again. Uh, ooh, that's a two for a 16 to hit. All right. That, that hits. Hit. Yep. Better damage this time. 19. All right. Now, as you do that, you knock out literally the bottom <laughs> half of it. <laughs> now it's just a left arm. <laughs> just a left arm. I'm going to say, though, it essentially kind of wafts a bit, though. Okay. It pretty much you do enough such that it fades away because you've literally locked, lost it's lost three-fourths of its body. <laughs> so you successfully incorpor decorporate it, okay? 
Why was it able to do damage to me when I entered just nearby it? Yeah, you because it was right by the shelves where it just knocked out Queequeg mm-hmm. and Bardis went to hit it and then left. Mm-hmm. And then so it's still there. It started moving towards you. Okay. And then you just went the rest of the way towards it. Yeah. So okay. you just closed ground with it. But you knocked it out, and now you got a Queequeg on the ground. And okay. you got a Graphion uh, doing stuff. <laughs> like, is he still researching, even though all this is going uh, on? Charlie, what would Graphion do? <laughs> WWGD. Yeah, well, WWGD. What would Greg do? No, Graphion. Graphion. Oh, he's... He is not at the mic at the moment. Ah, okay. We'll I'll give him an action. Uh, and then, real quick, uh, what would you want Lokar to do if he has any, you know, super stuff? Oh, Greg? Lokar would just be um, basically trying to knock out as many of the undead Taking as he ass could. and kicking names. You got anything to do big stuff? Uh, I'm sure he has clear really big stuff. I don't have it pulled up at the time. Yeah. Go ahead. Pull him up. Give me a second to pull him up. Uh, in the meantime, so uh, I kind of like let you guys do a little bit more RP. Pretty much you got... Greg, there's some chasing you right now. But... So, uh, back. <laughs> Graphion? What would Graphion do? <laughs> He's not back. Charlie! Oh, uh, oh, yep, sorry. It's like right <laughs> as I put my headphones back on. Hey, what am I doing? Um, I was just Gra- trying to make something. What would Graphion do? What would Graphion do? Oh, um... <sighs> He would attempt to get rid of the invaders by sending them back to whence they came. He can do that. You got something more solid that can do that? Um, no. I don't uh, have a character like- sheet for him or anything. I, like, think of a spell. Um, turn on dead. Once you came, <laughs> All right. he does turn on dead. Door. <laughs> door. <laughs> um, banish. <laughs> oh, banish right, so I'll say, um, does he want to leave the library at all, or no? Uh, no. No, uh, he doesn't. He will. He will help defend the library. All so. right. So what Graphian does is he then I'll work with that. What Graphian does is then you see him take his circle that rounding him, and all of a sudden do some hand gestures and whisper, and then you see it just expand. Hand and <laughs> yeah, he does the the hand the hand you know thing tutting. Finger tongue. Oh, you've been listening to Dungeons and Daddies again. <laughs> and then so uh, uh, he does that, and you see the little defensive sphere around him go, and it just expands outwards. And just as like another um, Alep is what it was called, um, start coming through the wall, you could see that this wall hits it and then just immediately banishes it. So pretty much he's just created a wall of banishment around the tavern bar. Nice. Nice. I don't, I don't know. Best I got uh, with like portal magic specialist, he would be able to send things back to the planes that they came from. And now granted this, whatever. Huh. May not. Yeah. Uh, whatever. 
DM rolls. And it also wipes out the one that was about uh, uh, what's his name? The Quattle guy. The Quattle guy? Mm-hmm. Pretty much that oh, one just that, yeah, that one came up from the other one and it just gets wiped away. Alright, so if you want like a cool thing for Lokar to do? Sure. Um, he has a spell called Crusader's Mantle. Mm-hmm. Holy power radiates from you in an aura of a 30-foot radius, awakening boldness and friendly creatures. Until the spell ends, the aura moves with you, centered on you. While in the aura, non-hostile creatures in the aura, including you, deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage with weapon attacks. Hmm. So he's yeah. probably just walking around gathering people and just, you know, trying to, like, you know, walk around and murder everything he can. Yeah, and as you as he does that, what ends up happening is the, uh, you see Bardis, the, your grip around the mummy, it's a mummy. <laughs> You're grappling oh, wow. a mummy. Okay. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> is uh, that Brendan Fraser the mummy? Or? The, it, it, the jaw didn't come down that low. But all of a sudden, uh, your grip around the mummy's throat just starts singeing it, and it hmm. it starts like mm, wincing as you are just for some reason just having a whole bunch of sun your burning energy coming out of your hand. <laughs> you start burning like glow. Immortal iron fist. <laughs> all of a sudden, you have <laughs> slam them again and again and again. <laughs> And we'll have it die. So uh, as you're doing that, you effectively do take out the mummy. I want them to try because mummy rod is such a fun thing to try. But, you know, I don't think I can hit you. Oh, maybe it does a 19 hit. Yes, it does. Okay. So then make a yeah. So you make a constitution saving throw. Oh, that should be fun. Well, there's my nat 20 for the night, so 28. Alright, so yeah, you do not get the mummy rot. And as you're smashing it over and over again, that one is dead. Nice. Alright. Now, I do want to say, so aside from that, so Lokar is just rampaging the streets, and so pretty much what he is doing is he's he has defended the the like gotten rid of most of the the work around the uh, blacksmith shop, and he's just making his way, just destroying every single thing that is on its way towards the uh, um. Which would he pick, the castle or the uh, that poor district with all the 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 strip club? Dance club, oh, whatever that was. There's nobody in the portis. So they're, no, they're just a whole bunch of smattered of like skeletons and mummies. Would, at least knowing that you know we're getting closer to finishing the ritual, mm-hmm. would try to get people gathered at the castle as like a point of um, of attack or defense, mm-hmm. and trying to gather everybody there so that it's just one point of. It. And basically, he's trying to see this as defending the city. Okay. So if he thinks that's like, okay, they're all over the place, we need to form a central ground, he's going to make it the castle. Okay. And probably right. yelling at people to join him in the castle as, you know, he's going. All right. Um, what would Greg like to do? Uh, wait. 
Oh, is it my turn? Oh, wait, no. I think Anora needs something to do now. Anoran, what do you want to do? Hello. Um, I'm just... Uh, is the floating guy still within, like, sight? The what? The guy that was floating with the lump next to him. Uh, he wasn't floating. Um, he was just a fairly large guy in tatters that had a lump with him. And he had leaped over the edge. Like, into the abyss? Into the abyss. Can I go over and, like, look over the abyss? Um, you can, uh, pretty much as you're running that way. Um, Greg, you want to take care of the guy behind you? Um, yeah, I mean, he probably, like, if it's back on his turn, he probably would just, uh, throw out, oh, wrong character sheet. <laughs> probably throw out some, ooh, magic missile? No, if he kind of sees that they may not be that big of a deal, he'd probably throw out a few scorching rays. Go ahead then. Um, so, uh, go ahead, roll those numbers. So as you're running towards the edge, you'll see Greg above you shooting out scorching rays at a as a uh, figure of shadow is above you. By the way, this should have said that this is approaching the evening, like night-like thing. Okay. Uh, too much chaos. Huh. 26 to hit. Definitely hits. Okay. And that will be four damage. Okay. So that's one ray. Did that kill it or no? Uh, no. Okay. Hmm. Throw another one. Uh, so 31 to hit. That's seven okay. damage. Okay. Is it dead? No. Okay. Another ray. Ooh, a 15 to hit. That hits. I wish your numbers were flipped, like more damage and less hitting. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, four damage. All right, so pretty much what happens is as it's reaching towards you, it you just knock out like a piece of its arm. Okay. And then I'll have it try and hit you. Okay? Okay. Where is it? That one? Does it? Oh, no, a 10 doesn't hit. Okay. Yeah, so anything a scorching ray is nice, but it doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Yeah. So no hit. Um. By the way, so one thing I want to say is, uh, Graphion continues his finger tutting, <laughs> and then uh, you'll see uh, that the uh the wall that is surrounding the uh library bar is. Still growing, it's just not as exponentially as he well, it's more logarithmically now. So it was very fast in the beginning, and now it's just starting to slow, but it's still growing at a fairly constant rate. And anything that's hitting that wall, pretty much that that mummy that was on the ground after uh Bardis had just smashed the pieces, as it touches that wall, it just blinks out of existence. And now, so Anorin, you're running towards the edge. Uh, I th I was trying to. I went quickly to uh, Greg to see if he could take care of the thing, but he's still got the problem. <laughs> Obviously, <that didn't> <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> so, um, uh, you get towards the edge, and uh, what are you gonna do? Look over? Uh, look out? What? Look over and down to see where this guy went so you do not see the figure that had leaped over but what you do see is effectively you see the ground 
like kind of like the cliff face of the edge of flux and you just see skeletons and and other things coming and climbing up the edge of flux and you also see through the mist that is below or through the fog of the abyss uh these shadow spirits coming up and just gliding through straight from straight down so essentially out of the ether out of the void out of the whatever the hell we're floating in is just like this mass of spirits and skeletons yes and it's just all coming and then what's happening is you're just seeing the skeletons just climbing up the cliff face of flux that you could see into and you see just spirits and whatnot uh, dark shadow spirits of many different forms and shapes just rising through the ether towards Flux. Well, shit. Um, uh, Anorin, uh, you know, stands up. And is there, at least I'm going to ask you, since he does, since he does no matter, is there any way you can sense or maybe insight or perception to see if you can find or at least feel if there's like a portal doing this or is this just like where the source of these things are coming from? Mm, I don't think a Norn, unless you, you know Norn better than me. I don't think so. <laughs> the portal, portal magic mojo is uh Graphion. Who is busy finger tutting, and and uh, Magnus had left the building. Magnus had left the building. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, I'm going to see about uh, making my way towards Graphion, see if he has any idea because about what's going on, because he seems to be like banishing all these things with. All right. Uh, feel free. Um, is there is there anyone like you know in the air above you that could possibly use your help? Tell, tell Greg what you saw. Uh, well, seeing as he was like running towards the edge, I don't think you would see reg in the air unless you look no he saw flashes of beams of light as he was shooting out the scorching ray at the shadow figure so you saw greg shooting this this wraith all right i'm gonna fire off a guiding bolt and then make my way towards graphing up okay please please hit roll above a 13 ac Okay. Roll 13 AC. Roll above 13. I'm going to cast it as a level 2. Do it to it. Does a... Is it past 13? 17 hit. 17 hits. You hit with the guiding bolt. Now what's the Davion? Wait, that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, clearly a dream. 20 radiant damage. All right, so 20 radiant damage. Uh, pretty much as that hits, um, it knocks out pretty much the lower half 
of this uh, wraith. And so you just have... Is it vulnerable to radiant damage? Apparently not. What the balls? I got ice dragon. It's weird. It says it has sunlight sensitivity, but it doesn't have vulnerability to radiant. Hmm. I'll let you... It was like uh, ice dragon. Yeah. The frost from like before, like oh, we hit it with fire. Oh, but it's not vulnerable. Like, what? That makes you no know what? Uh, I'll have it do more damage. So pretty much, like all, it knocks out more. It knocks out. We'll say three fourths of it. <laughs> Yay! So you did that, and I believe what happens is it's uh, cringing right now. I'll give it an initial disadvantage on anything. Um, because Not it's just cringe related. It's cringing because it's cringing and undulating. Oh god! <laughs> because word? it's just it's a being of shadow, and I believe after guiding bolt, like it it like kind of raised some and a little bit of radiance, doesn't that to help with giving advantage on the next hit? Um, because guiding bolt lets you hit get with advantage. So after that, the next hit. Yes. So pretty much, uh, you now have effectively a kind of like little screeching as a uh, almost like just the upper half of your like the shoulders up of this being in front of you, Greg, just wincing. Um, meanwhile, the finger tightening wall grows. Hmm? Isn't he behind me? He's behind you. You're all well, he's in front of you because you're shooting him with scorching rays. Oh, I assumed I was doing like the Iron Man thing where I like was flying forward, but I looked backwards and saw him and okay. did, like cool Iron Man beams, but they didn't do a lot of damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So it, that's what is behind you then. Okay. All right. Um, Silva, what would you like to do? So I'm within Graphion's wall of banishment thing yeah and how far out is it uh, let's just say it's like covering about like mm, it's it's now covering up to the blacksmith shop like we'll say like it's covering the front of the castle and it's covering up to the blacksmith shop so it's covered like that central circle mm-hmm. square circle square circle star star what? no don't be throwing more shapes in there <laughs> Angle? Pentagon, octagon. It's oh. a fight. It's fight ring. Trapezoid, parallelogram, icosahedron. All right. So anyway, um, yeah. So pretty much, you're well within this. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna make sure I stay within. Um, but I will before leaving the library tavern. Will kind of open. Quig's mouth and put a good berry in. All right. Hit points. Quig <laughs> uh, comes, comes, uh, basically starts. I'm not gonna heal him, but I'll give him a berry. Yeah, uh, I thought it was going to be mouth to mouth. I'm honest. No. <laughs> like that is that is a brave soul giving a quasit mouth to mouth. <laughs> a little demon. Okay. Uh, pretty much, Quig uh, uh, gets up and rattles and is like just kind of like a cat right now like ah! uh, and then goes to the shelves and runs into the shelves because okay. I don't want to impersonate his voice 
And but then, yeah. Um. Okay. So he's good. He's clearly good now. Okay. Glad my one hit point for him helped him. <laughs> and then I will go out, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing I see at least some of the stuff you. What can't I see? I guess that's. Uh, pretty much what, what you see is Anorin has turned back. You now see, uh, a writhing figure in the sky that's shadow, but like surrounded in a little glimpse of light. You see Greg flying away. Uh, Amanda's checking on the baby. Lokar is running towards the castle and you see a wall expanding down the streets towards the, uh, districts. Uh, and you just see blimps of light as things hit it and then just disappear. Okay, so it doesn't. Do I see anybody in imminent danger? Uh, no, the population's fairly low. Um, you don't see it. Uh, or anybody. Okay, so if there's no more mobs inside, do I see anybody down like Queequeg was? Uh, you see uh, Dirk. Uh, he is fine. He's alive, but he's just on the on the ground uh, in a semi like like just a crouch position, just sitting down, just out of breath as he was uh, just leaning against the wall. He's exhausted. You see um, uh, Quabble on the ground, face down, pile of dirt on his head still. Does he seem okay? He's not breathing. Okay, I'll go to Quattle. Um, I don't know what you'll let me do. At least to uh, either check him out based on what I've done so far. You could do a medicine check. Okay. A 18? Alright, he is not in this plane of existence anymore. <laughs> he's, he's in the world of no more. Um... It's like dead, or, or I don't know. Yeah, it's more phantastical than that. Phantasmical. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I'll just kind of. It was a short time ago, but you don't see any wounds on him. Oh. There's no wounds on him. He's just not breathing, and not there anymore. Not responding to anything. <laughs> Would you let me also try to give him a berry in his mouth? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'll try. You can try. I don't know what else to do. <laughs> I guess yeah. I have. A- um, so you pretty much shove a good berry in his mouth. You kind of do that, like, like trying to like move his mouth, like <laughs> eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> uh, he's not responding. Okay. Um, I'll just keep an eye out and. Okay, then. All right. Um. All right, uh, Norn. What do you want to do? You're still uh, going towards this? The... I'm going towards Graphion. Alright, you're going towards Graphion. Um, Greg, are you still going towards the edge? Um, would Anorin have said anything to Greg when he was wa- when he was going past? Uh, feel free to say if you would. Uh, I don't think so. At least he just wants to get to Graphion because um, I don't think he would think it would help. Uh, he just wants to get the Graphion as soon as possible to, you know, get further information if he can. Mm. Um, and then, Greg, the figure behind you, uh, as it's wincing, all of a sudden just 
bursts into light as uh, Graphion's wall hits it. Okay. Um, so. so it seems like these wa- this wall is cleaning things up on the battlefield? Yes. Okay. Then I will fly probably yeah, towards the source of that. And if, especially if I see a Norin going away from the edge. Because I'm assuming if I had to look down at some point, I would have seen a Norin by the edge. Wait, which way are you going towards the center of the wall or the, the center of the expanding wall or center of the uh, going Sorry, to the edge? I haven't moved yet. Okay. So I'm yeah. saying if, a Nor- if I knew a Norin was already, like, already kind of went to the edge and then started coming back, yeah. then I would think that there's no reason to go to the edge anymore. Can- yeah, considering all right, you saw that, considering the fact that you kind of just did like your flares towards uh, the wraith, mm-hmm. and you kind of had a clear view of the edge as uh, Noran ran towards it. You okay. still, as you see the edge, you'd still see you see skeletons climbing up over it, and okay. some spirits, but they're kind of mindlessly running into the wall. And okay. it's kind of like a giant bug zapper. Yeah, as long as the, <laughs> as long as the wall seems to be doing a good job, then I'm I figure people are going to be regrouping probably at the center of that. So I'm going to start. I will head towards the wall. Okay. All right. So um, I'll end initiative order as the wall continues to expand and is just effectively going until it reaches the edges of flux. And pretty much you just see, uh, just to give it a description, if you were to go towards the edge, any skeletons that are coming from this ether are just like hitting and just flipping away as they hit this. Now, uh, pretty much what happens is it then shifts from a a wall towards a uh, sphere and it's now just encapsulating flux. And yeah, so pretty much beings are still trying to get in, but they are unable. So back to the bar. No, (laughs) back to the bar. Just wait for this all to blow over. Back to the Winchester. Oh dear. Well, Anorin runs up to Graphion and be like, "Um, "Do you have any idea what's going on?" Graphion, feel free. Uh, to what? I, what? Would, what, what do you? Want? I don't know what I'm gonna say. You're DMing. <laughs> <laughs> Graphion would not know entirely. Basically, I'll say I'll I'll hop in then. Uh, no, I don't. I what was his voice like? Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, this is exactly what we were stopping and it's happening again, even though flux is a shell. I've finished my spell of banishment around this, this piece of flux, but I don't know where they're coming from. Or what's causing this. I'm probably not as crazy or as, what not as Graphion should be being on a blog planet for I don't know how long, but yeah. Yeah. Typically a little frantic, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, what the hell happened to me, by the way? Bardis. Bardis. Just, <laughs> just like, 
I, I, uh, pretty much you can see the wall of skeletons. Well, you saw the wall of skeletons just walking into the, uh, expanding ring at the time. Um, pretty much you're still in the streets. You could do what you'd like. Start throwing them. If I see like that's happening, I just like try to like pick up skeleton and grab skeletons and throw them at the wall. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I, I lost the shorter there, but yeah, uh, pretty much uh, you were able to pretty much yeah just choke slam. I think also, do you think that he would have gone into the district at all? I mean, uh, he would, as raged with, like, the desire to protect, for the most part, like, he'd pretty much just look at whatever was nearest, and then if somebody was being directly threatened kind of thing. That's really, like, the only criteria I'd go with. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much, no, th- there were no creatures that you know of within outside the the center square um so pretty much bardis uh was able to have fun until he got to the edge of flux yeah he doesn't jump off uh, would you want to jump off Uh, after tentacles yeah but right now no okay um you see that, yeah, there is that wall expanding from the, the tavern bar. Um, would Lokar, like, call, like, a team meeting or something? Probably. <laughs> that definitely sounds like something Lokar would do. Alright. Like, yeah, so, as soon as he got people gathered around, he'd probably try to regroup and and figure out what was going on. Okay. All right, uh, Bardis, would you like to stay at the edge of Flux and just watch these spirits and skeletons just come from the ether and just bug zap into this nothingness? Or would you? Ooh. What would you do next? Uh, do they make like they make those crackling kind of, noises too? And, it's kind of like it's kind of like a weird, just like white only fireworks. You know, like the ones that like like the the really loud ones that set off your car alarms, but not the, that oh, loud. The ones that just, just the really bright ones, like pointless. Hate those. <laughs> those are the worst fireworks. They're not. They're not fireworks. Yeah, they're they don't too much. Yeah. So you just see a whole bunch of those, just like poof, 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 at, at the edge of flux. But it it kind of hurts your eyes after a while. I um. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll do the then as I stare at that for a little bit. It will rage will subside since I'm not directly harming anything. I guess my eyesight's being harmed, but that yeah. probably doesn't count. So uh, we'll just slowly come off the the rage and look around and. There's nobody screaming, nothing else happening. No, it's just very quiet. And attempt to regroup with friends, which I will naturally assume is somewhere in the squared circle. Yeah. Uh, uh, inside the squared circle, you will find uh, Lokar Dirk, Graphion, Jamie, Kickass, all the NPCs, except for a Quaddle, which is on the ground. You will find 
Kizaflixel, but she's in a weird state. Like, just not responsive. It basically uh, just there, because I'm not sure what person... Uh, she'd probably flick. Just really antsy, jittery, not really uh, trying to do much in the terms of, like, let's make an offensive plan or something. Um, Puck is there. Snowflake is out of the, the thing or no? Um, for now, yes. Snowflake would be uh, if oh, Silva's yeah. there. Yeah. Um, no Queequeg. Um, that's all you notice uh, aside from others that are here currently. Um, who Hi. wants to do a uh, uh, head count? Sure. Yeah. All right. Not for people. Someone roll the highest intelligence. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> one. What? I two. Can, I can roll. One. Chris, two. <laughs> uh, 18. Just an intelligence? Intelligence check. Uh, six. I rolled in that one. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> so Silva noted. Well, I get. Uh, okay. Uh, Anorn? Uh. Nineteen. Nineteen. Bardis, you have a chance of beating Greg in an intelligence check. Bardis <laughs> went BRB. Oh, okay. Uh, what was your check, Silva? Eighteen. Eighteen. All right, so both Anorn and Silva... Where's Theus? Puck notices this as well. He's still sleeping well, where, in his pile of money. Where was he? He, he was in the library tavern, I think, on his pile of money. Oh, he was in the tavern? He was oh, in, the, in the castle on a pile of money. Oh, was it the castle? Mm -hmm. In the castle with a pile of money. Mm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so did we go look at the castle? At the pile um, of you oh. guys can go run to the castle and... The you go to Theos's room, which uh, you'll notice uh, that the door has been broken in. Oh, and you see all the money, and you'll see it dragged out into the hall as well. <laughs> He's holding on to it as he was being dragged <laughs> out. <off. laughs> no, like clawing it. Um, right. Yes. So there's money like is a trail kind of money as a trail just going out like mm -hmm. but the thing is it only goes so far. Yeah. Um but yeah the door has been broken into you see gold pieces all within the uh room but you see them just scattered about going out the door as well. Mm -hmm. Uh depending on the layout of the castle I would have came back and told everybody else this. All right. Go ahead, RP. What, how, what would you guys react? Because we know Anorin's not there, and then there. No, she came back giving the story of what she found when she went to investigate Theus's. No, it's broken into, guys. Theus isn't there, and there's actually money, like, and he's not with it. So where is Theus? 
Mm, missing? I don't think Silva saw, has seen, had seen. How, how do you know his room was broken into? The door's broken. From the inside or outside? From uh, the outside in. I... It's like broken in half. Oh. But we also don't know where he is. Um, oh, I don't have. I don't have. You can, you can feel free to narrate both Greg and Lokar. I won't know. Someone will <laughs> take like two, a, few, a handful Lokar. of coins, and like jingle them to this. Yeah, you'll <laughs> notice that. <laughs> I'll I'll have it such that Thais can feel it wherever he is, <laughs> but the the cat does not come to the jingle. Oh. <laughs> it does not come to the catnip. Guys, there's a problem. He didn't come to the money. Okay, so we have a bunch of undead that are trying to swarm the place. Um, we also have Theus's money is gone, and we don't know where Theus is. Well, his money's there. It's just that yeah. he's gone. Oh, that's right. They broke in and took Theus. Oh, well, didn't he? Didn't he have all the gems? What gems? He he had the, the the things that um he kept taking from places like the belt, uh the one that the we had to sign the contract for. Yes. Look around his room. Well, no, they were on his person. They would have been on. I, him. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah, he he would not. If there was sparkly and shiny, he would not have left. Them, like, was them. there a trail of gold that could lead us in a direction? It only leads to like so far. Oh, okay. Probably still within the castle, even. Well, I, I guess we should at some point go check out what the source of this, uh, uh, the, uh, where all these skeletons and things are coming from. Graphion, Graphion said it was what they were trying to avoid before the invasion, that uh, the flux, the original spell was supposed to at least avoid. So they're and he said they're coming again for even for this small piece of flux. Well, and didn't that guy that that gave us the contract? Didn't he say that uh, that we would find the the whatever the thing is that we're looking for, the final piece that we need um, at the end or at the end of flux? Do you think he meant in, 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 in a like? Like on a the edge of flux, or like literally when it comes time for flux to meet its maker. I, I don't know. Um, if we can get Narak here, maybe we can ask her if she feels anything from the bottom side of flux. Because if all these things are coming up the sides of flux, then maybe it's at the bottom or something. Maybe it's literally the end of flux, like at the very tip. Is there something below, even the summoning chamber? Or the floating on something. There's something here. Yes, I suppose we would have to go to the summoning. Uh, the um, I apologize. The ritual chamber and see if we can find anything there. Well, I I, I would think let's let's check with uh, uh, Narak first. Narak should be around here somewhere. So. Um... You'll see actually a glimmer of light um, just 
hanging from a tree in front of the castle. Uh, I guess head over to that gleam of light. Mm. Are they gone? You you hear from the tree, and uh, if you look into it, you see a small little monkey in the tree, because that's apparently what 16 is. <laughs> that, yeah, we, we have all <laughs> I don't know where it's all going. It's awesome. Uh, Nick? They're, they're gone? Uh, so far, um, it looks like uh, we have something that um, that is up. That's you know stopping our, our our the the spread from coming up here. <sighs> okay. So so I'm curious if you can feel where they're coming from. Uh, well, I I felt them earlier. I can't feel them now, but uh, just from under flux. Like I felt them, I felt the skeletons and the spirits going through flux. Well, the spirits going through flux, and the skeletons just landing on the bottom of flux. And and Anoran, didn't you say you saw something running to the edge of flux? Oh, one of the figures. It was wrapped and tattered with something floating behind him. He or it made its way to the edge and just jumped off. So what happens if any of us jumps off the edge? I don't know. I I'm flux. I don't go outside of flux. I I can't tell you. Us jump off flux. I mean, if something else was able to do it, I, I mean, I have the ability to fly. I can go check and see if there's anything down there. I mean, I can make a couple of us fly. I can make somebody else fly, for all that matter. Oh, yeah, fly. I forgot about that. I volunteer as tribute. I mean, you're probably one of the more armored of us that could go down there and take a look in case something happens. All right. We need to get to the bottom of this, literally. Or, hold on, let me look in my spell book. It's a... Just carry that around with you? Yeah, you always carry your spell book. Flex, uh, Narak is just, like, peeking over your shoulder, like... Hmm. Okay, so... The Arcane Eye... Is a magical eye within range that hovers in the air for the duration, but I don't know if it can like fly. Uh, I believe it does fly, but can't you move it? Yeah, yeah, I can move it. Uh, God, it would get you nauseated if it rolled. <laughs> roll, roll, roll. I mean, it says it hovers. So I guess I assume that it hovers. Uh, can move up to thirty feet in any direction. That's it? 30 <laughs> feet? What was the one that you used to scout? Yeah, I used it. Yeah, but I just did it 30 feet at a time. Like, But the range is 30 feet. No, so the range to cast it is 30 feet. 
Oh, there's no limit to how far away it can move. You mentally receive visual information from the eye, which has normal vision and dark vision out to 30 feet. Um, The eye can look in every direction. As an action, you can move the eye up to 30 feet in any direction. So I guess that includes up? I don't know. Okay. Uh, There is no limit to how far away from the eye you you can... Okay. Yeah, so, so you could use that. I could actually technically just give me, you know, like half an hour and I could go scout it out with the eye. No objections here. And that At way least. nobody has to risk flying down there and getting their butts kicked. Sounds like a good plan, Greg. Okay, so I'm going to use the arcane eye and basically just take a little bit of time to, to fly it over the edge and look down there. Okay. Um, so what you see is... You're going over the edge of flux, and you can see that it's kind of like a cliff face, kind of like a wedge piece uh, with everything floating on it. Uh, pretty much you can see that it kind of narrows down to a point. Mm-hmm. And as you're going down, you see these effect- effectively like magnesium flashes of light constantly as you're going towards the barrier. Okay. Um. Once you pass through the barrier, uh, it's kind of horrifying because you see essentially skeletons and all that just flying through the eye. Is is it is it physical? Uh, it says it's invisible. It's invisible, but I can't tell if it's solid. Then it's magical. I just want to make sure you don't get smacked by a skeleton that's hidden the thing. Well, I would make sure that I fly it out. Like, I'm going to assume it can fly, in a way. Okay. And but I'm no, going to make no. it so it stays out enough that, like, it doesn't accidentally get hit by like anything. you're remote controlling it? Yeah. So I'm remote controlling it from my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what you see, then, is pretty much you just see, essentially, like, kind of like a weird inverted waterfall of bodies and skeletons just pouring up, pouring into the, well, hitting the bottom of flux. And you see a bunch of spirits just trying to rise up. Some of them are getting a little smarter and not running straight into it, but going around and trying to surround flux. Like they're trying to find an opening. Yeah. Okay. The skeletons don't really have an option. They're just, they're just smacking it. Think of that scene in the end of uh, Infinity War where they're just smacking the barrier as hard as they can, hoping to break it open. Yeah, but the the spirits they're they're a bit wiser and they're trying to search around, but they're not finding any purchase anywhere. Okay, but what's so then? Where is that all coming? Uh, it's coming from, uh, as far as you can see, just the abyss. Uh, you keep going down and following this flow. Um, but at some point, you just can't see because it's it's darkness. It's coming out from there. Um, and you do have dark vision, but that doesn't help in pitch black, like like nothingness. There's nothing to see except pouring of bodies and spirits going towards flux because by the time you reach the hour duration that you can concentrate up to that's all you can see it's a big distance 
Okay. Can Sova cautiously go to the edge and like throw a stick? You probably don't want to do that. Really, I mean, I guess you could throw a stick. <laughs> I like she won't go through the barrier, but as far as you can, <laughs> you see what happens to the stick. Uh, I'm gonna roll just to see. Uh, you, you can roll. Roll d20. Okay. <laughs> she'd probably try to follow if it's invisible. She'd probably try to follow Greg's eye, but if it's visible, maybe yeah, you wouldn't see it. Yeah. But then, like, just pick up a stick and throw it. See what happens. Uh, what am I rolling? A d20. Right. Uh, 16. All right. Um, what is this? Yeah. So the stick, as far as you can see, goes down and, like, b- bounces back up fairly oh. directly and then just falls again. Um, what had happened was the stick had fallen and hit one of the skeletons in the face. Ah! But the momentum that the skeleton had bounced it back up. <laughs> Would I have been able to see that? See the skeleton? Uh, you saw, no, because, well, you... Basically, all you saw was the white flash right where the uh, skeleton landed, which was right where the stick went. Okay. So it was, like, mesmerized. I mean, she doesn't want to, like, venture in or anything, but she's like, whoa. <laughs> it hold, she'd hold it up. Guys, it came back. <laughs> yeah, and then what you notice is that actually the stick will come back up and just land right where it, like you dropped it, kind of like that, just weird. <laughs> so like, pretty much like you dropped the stick, it bounced right back up and to the exact same height that you dropped it. Cautiously in awe about it. So, uh, Bardis and Orin? So does Greg describe what he sees? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Recount all of that. Please do. Probably as it's happening, because I think all it does is take in my vision. Yeah. So what I had said, hopefully uh, Greg said that. Yeah. Okay. So, um, ah, you guys think we should? Do we have everything to complete the ritual? Because it feels like we should. Like, complete the ritual? To, you know, do whatever the ritual was supposed to do to save the world from this? Uh, Well, Graphion comes up and says, well, we have... No, no, we don't. We don't have all the relics. Uh... There's my piece, which is the sword, I believe. Uh, well, my component that I had contributed to the ritual. There's the uh, was previously a bone handle. Now it's an antler. There is also, I believe it was a encrusted a, a, a crown or a staff. I cannot recall. And then there was a fairly large gem that uh, uh, the final wizard, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Liazi, I'm Graphion. Uh, (laughs) Then there was those two really creepy guys. 
Zale. Zale was one. The, the, the lich. Mm-hmm. That's got to be his. This has got to be him. Vaskar? Does start with a V? Oh, Vespar. Vespar. That's him. <laughs> That's him. He, he was an ass. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, Vespar and Zale. Uh, those guys didn't. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There was also another one. Kara. She, yeah, she, she was really pretty. <laughs> Sorry, I was alone in a desert for a while. <laughs> wow. Sorry. <laughs> huh. <laughs> this is what I get. What, what happens if I get to DM another person's wizard? <laughs> All right. Not judging. Uh, but yeah, uh, there was uh, Kara and then, but the those two, Zaldo, Zaldo was the lich, and he he was providing us actually with reinforcements of. He was holding off the demon army and the skeleton, like all the undead and demons and whatnot. They're attacking us with his arm, his own army. Uh, and he was the one that was helping us do this ritual as well, but uh, this way, I just noticed this wave, it doesn't have demons. It doesn't have the the fiends and the devils and it's just undead. So what does that mean? Um, so perhaps it means that the lich is the only one. Hmm. Um, let's just say uh, uh, I'd give Bardis and Greg and Silva uh, intelligence check for remembering. That went well last time. Uh, seven intelligence. Oh. There's an R word. 17? Yep. And Greg? 17. Uh, Ruse was in your... It just popped in your mind in the voice of Magnus. It was all a ruse. Uh, Pretty much, uh, did you guys... Want to say anything like that, or no, or just you remember that Magnus, the fiend that you signed the contract to, had mentioned that it was all a ruse, that it was just a ploy to essentially get means of power, and ultimately they had made a deal with Zale, such that uh, they would join with Zale and attack any world and whatnot until it fell to give Zale power and frankly it gave them power as well but as as Magnus said their time is up or their deal is over they're trying to reap the reward of building up Zale hmm Um, 
So is this somebody that? So this is the guy we have to defeat from the from the contract, right? Um, you guys talk amongst you. I don't think Graphian was there. Oh, that's fair. Um, yeah, because he mentioned that the guy we need to defeat's at the end of flux. And that must be Zale if if they're saying that it's some sort of a powerful person here. This I pull is... the dagger and saying this is what we need to trap his soul into. So we head towards the end of flux. Well, metaphorically, the end of flux was when they tried to complete to do the ritual and shatter the world. So you would think? Do you think maybe he's in the ritual chamber or? I suppose we can check the ritual chamber. We haven't been down there yet. All right, so... Um, Anora, you go first. <laughs> I shall. Uh, I guess we start heading down towards the ritual chamber with Anora taking lead. Go ahead. Uh, Nerek will follow and so will Graphion. Uh, mm, where'd Lisa, Lisa Eby? Is she? Around? I think I'm kind of thinking Eliza. You just pops in every so often because we haven't really used her lately. Okay. Um. So Graphion's the only original wizard from this mix that's here, correct? Yeah. Car is not around at all, right? Car did. Car just a spirit and a sword now, or did I can't remember? Yeah. So Graphion is following you, uh, Nerek. Um, everyone that's of the main party plus powerful wizards and main yeah uh, okay. when you get to the ritual chamber though which is now the upper level or the main level of the castle it's right? whatever we I think I said we moved it up but then people kept using it There's down so it's no one down. there no one there uh, Just it's just all set um, uh, we're just missing the one item you're just missing the one item, which uh, I'm not sure how they were laid. I think uh, Graphion just remembers pretty much like the sword, his sword here and laid up out. And it's been a while. But yeah, each wizard had their item and we're doing the spell. But yeah, it's lacking an item and there's no one here. Hmm. So this isn't the end, then. What was it he said? Who said? Who said that? The, the, Who said the end? The guy that, that we were with, he said that, the, that we'd find that the guy we saw we needed to kill closer than we thought, and we'd find him at the end of Flux. Hmm. Is that Tony trying to remind me of what? <laughs> well, yeah, it's Tony trying to remind you through Graphion. <laughs> well, but isn't that what he said? Like, yeah. As far as Eric remembers, and yeah, as far as well, I mean, Greg just had the conversation like a day ago. Well, if it was that, then do you think he just meant literally? I mean, we'd have to jump down, I guess, to figure out. Um, I can't really cast fly on that on enough people to get down there. So um, we'd be okay, risking I, it. 
I can fly myself. Okay. Um, I mean, how many people would I need to cast fly on to get down there? Um, how many is in this party? Plus anyone else you want to bring with? Because the most I can do is five. Sorry, plus five, so I can do six. That many? Plus, yeah. How long can you fly? Uh, For ten minutes. How long was your eye moving? Uh, I, I guess I figured it was probably about half an hour. At the, well, no, maybe not. The eye moves for an hour. So you'll fly for ten minutes and then fall for the rest. Well, no, but I mean, it. the eye lasts for an hour. But it also yeah. moves at 30 feet. So however long it took me to go from basically where I cast it to around the platform. Let's see. So 30 feet per six seconds for an hour. Uh-huh. Doing math now. Fun. Well, okay. okay. But I was I didn't like tour the island for the, an hour. I figure I probably went over the edge, tried to go see what was at the end. I don't know how long that would have taken. Um so it'd move around unless I did it wrong. Yeah, so <laughs> you figure it was probably four. Ooh. Pretty much I let Greg realize that if the eye was moving for that long, for that far, you're gonna run out of fly before okay. you're done. Tony, go back. <laughs> I didn't run it for an hour. I ran, I, it, I, I ran it like over the edge, right? Mm -hmm. And then down to wherever the source of all these things was coming out of. Mm -hmm. And then probably tried to figure out what was kind of at the bottom. But if it went, if it started going down too far, mm -hmm. I probably would have just cleared it then. So at okay. 30 feet a second, you know, it's, it's, or 30 feet per six seconds, it would take me, let's say, half a minute to get to the edge of flux. All right. Letting you know, as DM, that fly will run out before you reach this other... This is your way of basically saying don't fly. <laughs> I'm saying fly is not worth it. Okay. okay. I'm trying to... Say, I'm trying to I, I tried to essentially say the Arcane Eye duration-wise could have last... It lasts up to an hour. Uh, if you played with it as long as you wanted, like, you would not reach the end. It would be longer. Yeah, that's fine. Far. Okay. It's an abyss, effectively. So, I, I guess we need to jump. And we need to have a leap of faith. As a... <gasps> Did you see a leap of faith? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Uh-oh. I don't know, the stick came right back. Uh, you guys know that, uh, you know, an orange kind of running on. Um, Silva, do an intelligence check real quick. <laughs> You know that it likes to play fetch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Flux plays fetch. She's pretty uh, naive. Eleven. Uh, yeah. Well, this you just still find it kind of odd that the stick came right back to yes. the level that you tossed it. <laughs> so it's up to Anorin if he wants to. Uh, do Do we think it's worth jumping? Um. Have we not already all jumped? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Uh... <laughs> We turn jumping. and Norrin's gone, and, and he's at the is, edge about to YOLO. You, as soon as you say leap of faith, <laughs> Greg, walking out. <laughs> if you looked out, like just looked up, like trying to talk to everyone else, you'll notice 
head count again. Where's Anorn? Anorn's gone. <laughs> I imagine it's. I imagine it's like the, at any moment in anime where they're looking for a character, and then there's just like a dotted outline of the character where the character used to be. <laughs> yes. So I just figured uh, I look out the window, and Anorn's at the edge, and he's. Just I also. About to I also wish to ask anybody who's more uh, like more learned in the lingo of the young people. If I jumped off the edge, would that be YOLO or Yeet? That would be because YOLO. I think, I think it would be you actually, like, you'd yell YOLO, but also you would be yeeting yourself. No, 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 no. You can't be yeeted unless somebody's doing it to you. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. if, an, if, 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 let's say, for example, Kizaflixa was there and was chucking Puck off the edge, that would be a yeet. Oh, God. I'm gonna I don't make... know what a yeet is. <sighs> Alright, I'm gonna roll uh, freaking d20 if it's above above an 18 Oh boy. I'm gonna roll it in the chat if that if it's above a, a 15 uh, it's just said 18 18, fine, above 18 Kizaflixel actually did that I'm gonna roll it in the oh, chat Kizaflixel oh, heard off the edge and then basically let's see Alright, wow. Puck oh, wow. managed to hide. <laughs> he immediately oh, looked for the eyes and hid. Oh, it's not the test subject. Mm-hmm. So Puck is... Puck hid. So we established there's no yeets, only YOLOs. Yes. Correct. If you're going to jump yourself off the edge, you yell YOLO as you go over the edge. YOLO. Okay. Especially in the fact that we don't know what's going to happen. It is definitely a YOLO. Hmm. Alright, so Anorin has YOLO'd. <laughs> is there any... Uh, roll athletics. Like, do you want to do anything? Like, you know, swan dive? Or is it really just like like a crazy wildy coyote thing where you keep running forward, but then you look down and then you fall? What do you want to uh, do? I... I just just take a jump and you know try to keep my legs beneath me I guess okay Anorin has done so now Graphion was like uh did you guys want to make sure you had stuff or do anything before you do that no. Uh, he's talking to the people that have not YOLO'd. <laughs> um, like supplies <laughs> or... They they have not YOLO'd. That means they are weak. And this, this, is, <laughs> this is not how we usually operate. Usually we don't. We have our supplies on us because we never know where we're going. I mean, that guy just woke up from the bar. I'm not even <laughs> sure if he had armor. Yeah, well. <laughs> that's an orange for you. Maybe we should bring his armor with him? Uh, well, Nora never would have taken it off. He would have just gone straight to the bar and just would have slept. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Basically, uh, Graphion's just shrugging like, that just happened. <laughs> I love the Sandlot. <laughs> Charlie just put into chat. In our Discord upcoming teasers. Yeah, chat. in the upcoming teasers. <laughs> I just imagine him doing like the backwards, yeah. like like kiss wave kind of thing, and then he yells up cannonball. Cannonball. Yeah, all right. Killing me, Smalls. Yeah. 
yeah, so that just happened. Noren has leaped over the edge, uh, done a sweet kiss to Flux, or actually <laughs> wherever he wanted to do, and yeah, Dude. he he's on. He's over. I, I watched that happen, and look at look at Silva. So like a stick <laughs> we'll have to see what happens I'll watch does he come back uh no he does not come back oh <laughs> not like stick not, not like, like stick. stick not like stick <laughs> <laughs> that's not snowflake all, I guess are we all just jumping um <laughs> Uh, All of a sudden, you see Kizaflixel has found Puck and now threw Puck over. Okay. That's always good. And Puck is screaming. I hope Sarah enjoys that. <laughs> um, I guess we're. I'm going over the edge then, very reluctantly. Like, definitely looking over the edge and doing the. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea. All right. Yeah. I'm just going to turn and do like a cross my arms, hold my staff, and jump off the edge. All right. Um, I'll ask Graphion. You joining us? Um, I think I need to be here to hold <laughs> up. I got old bones. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to be here and hold up the sphere that's currently protecting Flux, unless you want to not have that. No, that's pretty good. Alright, you can that's... stay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Permission granted. Uh, Merrick, any, anything you got for us? Um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, did you guys have they they did they leap over already? I don't know. Uh <laughs> items? Like do you need anything? Uh I don't know, like um uh maybe um I don't know, here. Uh she puts her hands together and just just starts I don't like doing, that sound. <laughs> doing that, like kinda like Making, uh, rubbing with their hands, that and then all that is very uncomfortable. We do our little, side effects, guys. Uh, a little bead about the size of a good berry. Ooh. Uh, so I was gonna eat it. No, don't, don't <laughs> save this, save this for when you really need it. Uh, um, this should be strong enough to bring someone back if they, if they oh. fail. Back to Flux? Oh, God. That can't be good. <laughs> <sighs> well, thank you. It'll be helpful. Hopefully you won't need it. No, not back to Flux. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know how, but I heard that. I think I, I heard he said that as I, he passed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, take good care of that. Use it when you need oh. it. Okay? Hopefully won't need I to. hope you don't. Yeah. All right, Snowflake. I'll, I'll get Snowflake into the necklace. All right. And then follow everybody else. Just like you just like take a step off, like just 
All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. And then uh, after that, uh, yeah. So what happens is you guys are now falling, and you see effectively getting your running start. You see exactly what the arcane eye saw. You see the the shape of the wedge piece of flux and the the sphere around it as you guys look down. I don't think Anorin does because I think he's just staring forward just intensely at the darkness just going. But everyone else will see the 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 floating shard of flux and getting darker and darker and fading as we go into our next session. I would like to I would like to be said that I'm uh, flipping off the darkness at this point. Yeah, fine. Uh, he's like, you know, two middle fingers straight in front of him. Flicking off the darkness. Mm. <sighs> Flicking off the dark. Okay. Dive, dive, dive. Notice that he's going into the darkness, not afraid, by the way. Uh, I don't think he understands it's the darkness right now. Or he's seen worse. Oh, that's fair. We All right. So, uh, that's where we'll end tonight. Um, Wait, the cliffhanger. With the cliffhanger, yeah. It's it's not since we literally leapt off the cliff. Cliff? Cliff? Yeah. So, um, we're we're falling. We're falling. (laughs) We're falling. Okay. Is there a space wheel? Oh, my God. Yeah! So, uh, who wants Let to do socials? Who wants to do socials? Because I don't social. It's fine. Uh, Infinitiesandgaming.com, Left Hand Pain, all there. Instagram, Twitter, Discord, which we hang out on like all day because we're all nerds that have desk jobs for the most part. Well, at least uh, Charlie and I do. Uh, Tony pops in occasionally, and Norin comes in, and or, uh, Dom comes in occasionally and just says things and leaves. Freak everybody out. Uh, <laughs> That's a pretty decent summary, actually. Yeah. Yeah, at least the last bit. Um, so, you know, come on, talk about D&D, nerd, games, whatever. Um, yeah, otherwise, yeah, like I said, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, 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 late, Facebook. retired. <laughs> <laughs> the Facebook. Um, yeah. Otherwise, hope you enjoyed the episode. All I would right. say leave comments yeah. and likes, I guess, but I... I'm hoping I get those. I haven't gotten one yet, so when I get one, uh, no one likes us. Let us know. Hey, don't say that. Let us know. If they're listening listening now, I think they like us. I like us. (laughs) That kind of good (laughs) self-awareness. That's 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 what's really important in the podcasting game is self-awareness. Yeah, no judging, man. So just because I like my own comments doesn't mean that I have no friends. (laughs) Oh, that's fair. (laughs) All right. Uh, I believe this is goodnight. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.